Glory to God. Well, give the Lord a big shout. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good to see everybody tonight. Everybody doing good? Glory to God. You're the Holy Ghost and fire, right? Y'all ready for that? Praise the Lord. Once you turn, shake hands with a couple of folks and you can be seated. Praise the Lord. Good to see everybody tonight. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. I got this in my in my spirit. You guys do with it whatever you want to do it. But the word sifting comes to me. There is a real move, a real move for that place. And yet there are people that are not necessarily supposed to be in that move. And I'm removing some of them, saith the Lord. There's a sifting taking place so that the real, the real may come forth. And as they come forth, the move of the Lord shall be strong and great and glory shall manifest. You know, we could say that about all of us. You know, God's burning up the chaff. Amen. Holy Ghost and fire is doing that. Mangala pasa la tola banaya broka patanda. Yeah. For there are people that have romanticized about being there, but that does not qualify for the call, says the Lord. But yea, there is the real. Ha ha. And it shall flow like a river. Hallelujah. The glory shall fall and the fire shall be in manifestation. Come on, everybody. Let's rejoice. Oh, Rabanishe. Ramanashe. Celebrande le bese la palanaya. Ne shela pranda. Ne ketama. Let's rejoice with them. Amen. Let's rejoice with them. Thank you, Lord, for partners. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we, we're hooked up with that, aren't we? Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't remember who it was, Tony and Alexander, but uh, I know Mark Hankins shared this, that uh, when money would get short, I think it might have been Ma and Pa Goodwin, they'd dance the money in. They'd just dance it in. They'd just rejoice it in. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, they danced the money in. Dance it in. <laughs> yeah. That's right, Raul. They danced the money in. Glory to God. They danced it in. They rejoiced. They rejoiced. They rejoice. <laughs> well, without a doubt, the faith bunch is a rejoicing bunch. The faith bunch is a rejoicing bunch. If there's not any rejoicing, there's not any faith. Though we see him not, Yet we rejoice 
with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Though you have not seen with these natural eyes what you've seen with your spiritual eyes, yea, saith the Lord, the eternal is taken over the temporary. Glory to God. Like Dad Hagen used to say when he'd walk around, it shall come to pass. It's coming to pass. Great and glorious things are coming your way. It's happening right now. It's happening right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't wait till you feel healed to rejoice healed. Don't wait to see your bills paid. Glory to God. Amen. You don't have to wait, like Wilson Pickett said, till the midnight hour. You can rejoice right now. You can dance right now. You can run right now. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, let's lift our hands up. Let's lift our voice up. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Ha. Hallelujah. Ha, ha, ha. I mean, put your hand on Alexander. Here's what the Lord is saying. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. Times of refreshing. And then you'll go and refresh others. Others shall be refreshed by the rivers of living water that flow through you. So rejoice in this time of refreshing. Be filled, saith the Lord. And then let me move through you. Let me move through your hands. Let me move through your voice. The freshings of the Spirit shall come. And they shall flow. Hallelujah. Say it with me. Times of refreshing are flowing into me. Times of refreshing are flowing through me. Ha, ha, ha. Now, back in, in Minnesota, when we'd get a lot of uh, snow and we'd get a lot of blizzards, uh, if, you, if you had like a truck and you went over a bump and all of a sudden your wheels are up in the air and you start spinning, but you're not going anywhere. And I think tonight... 
there's a few people that have been just kind of spinning their wheels. But I believe God wants to give you some big mo tonight. I believe God wants to give you the big mo. I believe he wants to get your tires back on track. Amen. Amen. So if you want to be refreshed tonight, just make your way up to the front and have Tony and Alexander lay hands on you. Just make your way to the front. Ha, ha, ha. Amen. Are you a candidate for refreshing? Are you a candidate to be refreshed? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Ha, ha, ha. Give us some of that rain. Give me some of that former and latter rain any day. Any day. Give me some of that. I want some of that rain. Give me some of that rain. Receive, receive. What a taste. Hey, nothing like it anywhere. Fire. Let's lift up our hands. Let's rejoice in the Lord our God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, you may be seated. Praise the Lord. Open your Bibles tonight to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. We're going to talk just for a few moments tonight about praying in the new year. Rejoicing in the new year. I want to give you something tonight. Ephesians, the sixth chapter, in verse 10, it says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Amen? Think that's a good thing to do for the new year? Say that with me real strong. I am strong. In the Lord and in the power of His might. Amen. Then he goes on to say to put on the whole armor of God. He said in verse 12, For we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you... How much of the armor? Take unto you the whole armor of God. The whole armor of God. That you may be able to withstand in what kind of day? So we know that the enemy comes against us for evil. But thank God our good God's on our side. Hallelujah. 
And He's refreshing us tonight. He's sustaining us. He's reminding us to rejoice in spite of circumstance. He's exhorting us to laugh at circumstances. Amen. Try a good laughter on for size right now. Amen. Absolutely. Glory to God. Then he goes on to say in verse 14, he says, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all taking what shield? Above all taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench, now notice with me, not some of, not half of, but all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Amen? Amen. The shield of faith extinguishes any and every flaming missile that the enemy may bring against you. Amen? So, it goes on to say, Amen, and take the helmet of salvation, and what else? Take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now notice in this context of the whole armor of God, he tells us to be praying. We could say it this way, this is prayer armor. He goes on to say, praying, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance for all the saints. Amen. We are at the top of a new year. And I believe that at the top of the new year, we need to be reminded to persist in prayer. To be men and women of prayer. Amen? So that we can be filled with all the fullness of God and so that we can be aware of what's going on around us. Amen? One person said this, it seems like God is limited by our prayer life that it can do nothing for humanity unless someone asks him to pray. Now I want you to notice again in verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit. In the Spirit. I believe one translation says, being led by the Spirit. We must be led by the Spirit in our prayer lives. There are so many different kinds and so many different types of prayer that we could be praying. Now, I don't want to speak long tonight. I'm going to probably speak about 10 or 15 more minutes. But I wanted to introduce some things that we're going to be looking at on Wednesday night. Say with me, I'm praying in in. the new year. I face my future with faith. I've got my armor on. And there is no fear. So what I want to encourage you in this year is have an attitude of prayer. Invite the Holy Spirit to help you. Invite Him to enable you to pray effectually. Now notice with me in verse 18. It says, praying with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And then Paul says, and pray for who? 
pray for me. The Apostle Paul is asking for prayer. You know, this great Apostle Paul needed prayer. You and I surely need prayer. Now notice what he asked them to pray about. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me. Utterance does not come out of the seminary. Nor does it come out of the cemetery. Utterance does not come out of your head. Utterance comes out of your, he- your heart. Utterance and revelation are not of the head. Utterance and revelation are of the heart. And the Apostle Paul is asking for prayer that utterance may be given to him. In other words, if it's not given, might as well not even stand up and say nothing. That's why the Apostle Paul was keenly aware of this fact. He said, "In my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but it was in demonstration of the Spirit and of the power of God that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Four points and a poem didn't get it for Paul. Four points and a poem didn't get it for the church of Ephesus. The church at Ephesus was the most highly developed church that Paul had oversight of. They were not like the Corinthians. The Corinthians were a carnal bunch. We could say that the Corinthians, even though they were used in the gifts of the Spirit, even though the words of wisdom and great things happened to the church at Corinth, I am told that the church at Corinth was kind of like the Las Vegas of our day, of their day. And if you'll study very carefully, the third chapter of Corinthians, he says, you are yet carnal. For where is there a strife and envies and all this stuff among you? You walk as mere unchanged men. But this church of Ephesus had a deposit of the revelation straight from heaven through the Apostle Paul. And it's very interesting to me that Paul said, pray for me that utterance may be given unto me. And someone said, well, pastor, I'm not a pastor. I'm not an evangelist. I'm not a minister. That's where you're wrong. We're all ministers. We are all ambassadors. That is, we are all diplomatic ministers of the highest order, which is the Great Commission. We all have a sphere of influence. We all have a place to prophesy. We all have a place to speak. We all have a place to impart. So I say to you that if Paul needed utterance, we need utterance. What do you say to that person at work that has just been devastated by a foreclosure? What do you say to that mother whose son just got in a terrible accident because they were high on pot or loaded on alcohol? These things, these truths can be given by the Spirit. And the more prayerful we are and the more aware we are of Him, oh, glory to God, the more utterance we're going to have. Woo, hallelujah. But now right along with utterance, we need some boldness to release the utterance He's given. He said, and pray for me that utterance may be given unto me 
that I may open my mouth, how? Boldly. Boldly. To make known the mystery of the gospel. Utterance and boldness go together. Amen? Amen. And the scripture says in Proverbs 28 and in verse 1, it says the righteous, we better look at that. Yeah, in Proverbs 28, 1. Thank you, Pastor Tom. The wicked flee when no man pursueth. I mean, you talk about major chicken. I mean, there ain't no one pursuing them, and they're so full of fear that they're running. But that's not you, and that's not me. We don't run from the battle. We run to the battle. We don't run from the giant. We're like David with those, st- uh, those stones and that slingshot. And we're running toward Goliath. So the wicked flee when no man pursueth. Read the rest with me. But the righteous... The righteous are bold as a lion. Place your hand over your heart right now. We're praying in the new year. Just say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Just like the Apostle Paul prayed. And encourage me. To be led by the Spirit in my prayer life. And just like he asked for utterance and boldness. I am asking you now. For utterance. To be given to me. In my life. And I'm also asking for boldness. And I believe that. And I receive this now. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So praying with all prayer. Praying with all prayer. You know, we've talked about different kinds of prayer. I want to introduce to you not a new kind of prayer, but it's something that has not been taught about much. I want to talk just for a few moments and introduce perpetual prayer. Perpetual prayer. Perpetual prayer. And somebody says, well, (coughs) what does perpetual mean? Well, I'm glad you asked. Perpetual does not mean just praying once in a while. Perpetual prayer means staying with it. Perpetual prayer means to be consistent. It also means to be enduring. But it also means to repeat prayers. To be a man or a woman who is so involved with the spirit of prayer that there's a sustaining, abiding, unending, and never-ending or changing flow of prayer going through us constantly. Oh, hallelujah. Perpetual prayer. Now look at Ephesians chapter 1. And I want to notice this tonight. This is a prayer that I want you to pray in the new year every day for yourself. I want you to pray this prayer for your friends. I want you to pray this prayer for people who don't quite see things you see. How many of you know you haven't always seen what you see now? God gives us sight. And in the book of Ephesians chapter 1, and this is the cliff notes of this, 
He said in verse 15, Wherefore, I also, <coughs> after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus, and loved all the saints. There was something that stirred the Apostle Paul up to pray. He was pleased with this congregation. He said, I heard of your faith, and I've heard of your love. And you know, that's what motivates me about this church. Because we are a faith bunch. And not only are we a faith bunch, but we are a love bunch. And we are a generous bunch. I said we are a generous bunch. Woo, glory to God. We came about $7,000 away from reaching our $225,000 for the month of December. We went... We went from 127,000 on Sunday to about 218, 219. We've got some serious seed to sow to the nations. Oh, hallelujah. I'm running to the nations with my torch. Amen. <coughs> but it's because of your generosity. It's because of the seeds that you've sown in prayer that we're able to impact the nation of India in a crusade in February. It's because of your generosity that we're able to impact Beirut, Lebanon this year. It's because of your generosity that we're going to be able to sow a real good seed for a TV truck for Billy Brim. And these are just a few of the things and I'm going to show you over the process of time how that your generosity and your faith and your love, it's making a huge difference. And I'm not moved by who's not here. I'm moved and happy by who is here. I never base the success of our ministry on numbers. I base the success of our ministry on fruit. And I'm looking at a fruitful bunch here tonight. Amen. So Paul said, I've heard of your faith and I've heard of your love. This is the most developed church that Paul had oversight over. And you would think, well, they don't need prayer. Listen, when you're developed, you need to know one thing for sure, that there's always more with God. Look at your neighbor and say, there's always more. There's always more in God. This kind of praying, <clears throat> let's close that back door. This kind of praying is absolutely life-changing. It's life-changing. He said in verse 16, he said, I cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my what? Notice he didn't say making mention of you in my one-time prayer, but making mention of you in my prayers, plural, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. I want you to notice that word, give unto you. When you pray this prayer perpetually and continuously for yourself, <coughs> you will notice that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ will just keep on giving you more and more. He'll give you more revelation. He'll give you more insight into His glory. 
things will become clearer and clearer. Because I'll tell you why. It is time now in this day and hour for the spirit of seeing and the spirit of knowing to come upon the church in a greater way. I believe that you and I are going to see things we've never seen before. And what we've seen before is going to get even more clear. Everyone say, my heart is staying clear to hear from heaven. In the wisdom and in the revelation of the knowledge of him. This is talking about supernatural insight. How many of you want to get to know God better? How many of you desire greater wisdom for these greater days? Brenda and I prophesied over Dr. Andy Asakwe down there in Nigeria when we were there. And the word of the Lord came and said this. When you were young, you had wisdom beyond your years. But now that you're a little bit older, more wisdom is going to be given unto you. Because the work is very great. And a great work must have men and women with great wisdom. And that's why I want to encourage you to stay with this. Give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. You know, yesterday I was, I was praying and I was thinking about at the top of the year how we need to acknowledge Him in all of our ways. And this thought came to me yesterday. Pray first and plan later. <coughs> Pray first and plan later. Most people plan first and then they pray later. If they pray at all. Say with me, I will pray first in this new year. And I will plan and my steps, they shall be ordered by the Lord. In closing, what will this do for us? What will this do? This is just the tip of the iceberg. Here's what it will do in verse 18. I want you to read it with me. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened. Stop right there. The eyes of my understanding be flooded with light. That I may know three things. What is the hope of His calling? What are the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints? And then He goes on to pray more. I just dropped by to tell you tonight that your inward man has eyes and your inward man has ears. Just like you have eyes to see in the natural, you have eyes to see in the spirit. Just like you have ears to hear in the natural, you have the ears of your spirit. And he says, the eyes of your understanding be what? Let it be flooded. I pray for a flood. I pray for a flood of light for you all. I pray for a flood of light. The entrance of His Word gives light. And in His light, <coughs> we will see more light. Oh, come on, somebody. How many of you have ever walked into a dark room? And then all of a sudden, the lights came on? 
you were able to see some things you never saw before. I'm telling you, when the lights come on in your spirit, when He floods your spirit with light and with glory, you're going to see what you've never seen, hear what you've never heard, and not only that, you'll be able to do what you haven't been able to do up until this time. Amen. Stand up, everybody. That's enough for tonight. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Lift your hands toward heaven and say, Be it unto me according to your word. Put your hand over your heart and let's pray this together. God of my Lord Jesus Christ, Father of glory, I pray that you would give unto me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. May the eyes of my understanding be flooded with light that I may know what is the hope of your calling and what are the riches of this glorious inheritance in Christ Jesus. And that I may come to understand and grasp the great resurrection power which is toward me. For I believe. Thank you, Lord, that you rose from the dead. And when you rose up, you raised me up. Come on, somebody say, far above. Far above. Far above. All principality. All power, all might, all dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. And he's put all things under my feet. Come on, let's just let the devil know that he's under our feet. Amen. Glory to God. Well, let's shout with a voice of triumph. Amen. Amen. Well, it's time to receive the offering tonight. Y'all ready to give? Glory to God. You know, God's faithful. He is faithful. And He watches over His Word to perform it. I believe that you and I, I firmly believe this, the great and glorious things are coming our way. I really believe it. I really believe it. Some good, some awesome things are coming your way. Amen? Get that in your heart and say it with your mouth. And pray in the new year. So your assignment all week long is to simply take Ephesians chapter 1, verses 16 through 23, and personalize it and pray it for yourself. Pray it for Pastor Mark. Pray it for Tony. Pray it for whoever you're led to pray for. And what do you say? Let's go up. Let's go up. Hallelujah. That's the word that I got for 2018. Let go so you can go up. We talked about that on Sunday. One thing that needs to be let go, prayerlessness needs to go away. So that we can come up.